Thank you very much, Josh, for that, and welcome to another um, beautiful episode of Unscripted Gaming. Uh, we are doing something we haven't done in a couple years now. It is post-scripted. We are back to talking about giant robot anime. But before we do that, we need to talk about who the people are joining us today. Uh, we got Josh over here. Uh, we got Mike over here. Uh, you uh, got I have a brief interjection I would like to make before we get started. Truly get started Ooh. with the post-script here. Go ahead. Um, on March 3rd, 1969, the United oh, no. States Navy established an elite school for the top 1% of its podcasters. It. Its purpose was to teach the lost art of aerial riffing and to ensure that the handful of men who graduated were the best riffers and podcasters in the world. They succeeded. Today, the Navy calls it Fighter Podcast School. Fighter Podcast School. We call it Top Pod. Oh, no. Everybody, oh. welcome. My name is Mike. This is the only Top Gun podcast. Every episode <laughs> of the show is now about Top Gun Maverick and the power of movie magic. Before, we, I know you're can't. here to listen to us talk about uh, a robot anime, but... I, I can't imagine. Since we recorded, imagine. Krieg got robbed. Mm-hmm. Josh has seen Top Gun. I, I have seen Top Gun, and holy... I'm just saying, this, we gotta talk about it real Wowza, quick, real it was quick. incredible. Honestly, you know what? Um, mm. Top Gun should Top Gun should be a robot anime. Like, you know, Maverick would make a great mech pilot. Josh, I'm about to blow your mind. Put him in a Gundam. Who says It's Gundams a live-action anime movie. Like, Who says Gundams aren't just jets? I, mean, I need you to think about that. You just, you just, you just go a little bigger. You just go a little bigger. No, so that's like the beautiful thing. A Gundam is modeled off of a jet. They're about the same size, fifty feet. They have crew. They have carriers. They have a a, a rock star pilot that pilots them. Um, we don't need to get into the new type thing. That's a completely different. But yeah, Gundams are just jets. Put Maverick in a Gundam. Why not? Also, we have to stop and give our respect to someone who we didn't mention during this, the our Krieg got robbed. Top Gun Maverick, Hondo. Man, that guy was so cool. We neglected. To, it should have been Top Gun Hondo if Top it Gun was Hondo. a movie. That's with a, I'd watch that sequel. <laughs> Sign me up. I would absolutely. Put, I think put the reason Hondo why, in a Gundam. <laughs> I think the reason why we didn't it didn't come up was because I think you described that the way he says down, telling the people to do push-ups was too real. That is PTSD inducing because uh, there there is a certain way that a a drill instructor delivers the word down whenever they say go down for a push up and I swear they all do it the same way and Hondo mm, had that to a T and first time I heard it in theater I was like uh, uh, that also bring it back Hondo memories. Hondo would have been in a gun tank he would not have been in a Gundam just no, Hondo would absolutely pilot the gun tank you're absolutely right. <laughs> All right, gentlemen. Let's. Uh, Mike has finally watched one of my favorite animes, or he's starting to watch. Uh, mm -hmm. That is Garin Lagan. Josh, real quick, when did you first watch uh, Garin Lagan? And there's multiple ways I've heard it pronounced: Garin Lagan, Garin Lagan, Garin Lagan. I'm just gonna say Garin Lagan. Garin Lagan. to correct me. Garin. Uh, I also think, and maybe I'm wrong, like, and maybe this is just my ear, but, like, I swear to God they say it different in the show, too. Like, at least in the yeah. dub version, I feel like they use different pronunciations. Whether or not they're doing it on purpose or, you know, they just haven't decided yet, well, we can get into that. But, um, yes, I probably watched Gurren Lagann for the first time 
um, I don't maybe about ten years or so ago. When what mm-hmm. year did it come out? Um, uh, two thousand seven, apparently. Yeah, I think I probably watched it in like around between the oh eight and two thousand and ten time frame. So pretty early on in college for me. So you know, I've been in the eighteen to twenty when I watched it for the first time. Okay, all right, that makes sense. Uh, my first time watching it was um, actually in 2016. I want to say 2016, 2015, one of the two. Uh, my friend, my coworker at the time, kept bothering me like, you need to actually watch this because he was aware of how much of a both Gundam, Macross, and, and Evangelion, just giant robot fan I was. They're like, no, you need to sit down and just actually watch this anime. And so, like, two years later, I did. And, yeah, now it's definitely in my top ten favorite animes. Uh, Mike is watching it now, and what we're going to do... Yes, uh, I have never seen this anime before. Right. What we're going to do is what we did last time. We introduced Mike to a famous giant robot anime. Uh, we seem to have a theme going. Yeah. Hmm. Oh. <laughs> hmm, hmm, hmm. Is we're, we're just doing it in three-episode breaks. So, mm-hmm. uh... We have watched the first three episodes on Netflix. It's still on Netflix. You know what? Netflix is actually a really good streaming service, but maybe not for the cost. 16 bucks a month is a little high. I'm going to put that aside. They still have Gurren Logan. Uh, no, it's on, it's, yeah. on, it's on Hulu. No, I mean Netflix has had it this whole time. It's one of those few shows. Oh, it's on, shows Netflix they, too. it's on Netflix too? Yeah, it's one of those few shows they just never lost the okay, license I to. Okay, I need... Yeah. So, huh. He, brief right. brief rant watching Gurren Lagann on Hulu which I thought so I, I used like when where to watch or one of those shows mm-hmm. and it just says it listed on Hulu I have Hulu subscription basically because I have Disney Plus and ESPN Plus so I get it for free essentially quote unquote so I watch free. it on Hulu and <laughs> oh my god the ad breaks on that yeah. show are awful they're atrocious they're in the worst spots also having never watched it with advertisements before um it, it was very jarring to have these constant five minute breaks in this 23 minute show yeah which you know is already short enough when you factor out the time of the opening and closing credits and it was it was so frustrating that even though I had paid access to it, I went to an illicit anime website to watch it without advertisements because I was so mad. That kind of feels like the way you got to watch anime anyway, right? Yes. My friend, watch it on Netflix. Yeah. I'll go back. It's a clean experience. But yeah, like, I I have access to a paid version and I chose to go somewhere else because it was such an awful user experience. I, uh... I, I do want to say this is an anti-Hulu podcast, and I don't know if Josh and Mike actually agree with me, but um, I despise Hulu because of what Josh just said. They have the audacity to charge you 9 bucks a month, and there's like, by the way, loaded with ads. We're going to pretend this is just cable TV. Remember when Hulu was just like... Hulu was just a website. Remember when, like... That was crazy. Remember when Hulu like, rocked? When Hulu... You would be like, <laughs> go to... Co- like, someone at a party would, like, yell... Hey, you should go to Hulu if you want to watch Family Guy. And you've, like, had five beers. Uh, you're like, oh, yeah, I'll check that out. And then tomorrow morning, you're like, I can watch 72 hours of Family Guy at once. Yep. Uh, and then, can. and it's gotten, you know, and like everything, it's gotten worse since then. So. Yep. 
Yeah. yeah. Now who now Hulu is yeah, brief. Uh, bereft with ads, yeah. even so, though you pay mo- money for it. It's it's a shame. So yeah, brief yeah. brief Hulu tangent aside, we are going to do three episode chunks like we did. And just like the last giant robot anime we did, Mike is going in completely blind while Ray and I are watching, you know, again, through the eyes of, of several years and many changing, uh, you know, political and socio landscapes and mm-hmm. looking at the both the problematic and the things that still hold up. So we'll be diving into that. So, yes, make sure <sighs> you are we're going to we're going to be very in spoiler territory. We're going to try to avoid. Um, you know, spoiling things for Mike and getting too far in advance of like what's coming up, but we will be discussing the episodes at length. So you know, upfront spoiler warning: if you want to listen, make sure you are up to date with the episodes first. Yeah, I have seen this. I think I've watched this anime. I've watched the show once, and there are movies which are just the shows squinched together. You know. Uh, original video animation movies. As is tradition. As is tradition. But I will warn you, Mike, at the very end of what we're doing here, I implore you to watch the second movie. Um, We'll get to that later. I'm just warning you ahead of time. Like, when we finish the show, we're not finished. There's a little Evangelion extra at the end. All right. So um, let's talk about the first episode. Mike, what did you think of the first episode? Uh, People be living underground. (laughs) Um, yep, yep. Already going to go ahead and say, you know, when the, uh, uh, huh. How do, I think the thing that hits me immediately is, like, you just get, like, where, like, Evangelion is, you know, interested in, um, going deeper into, like, the anime tropes that we that are out there this show is like i love this shit because like <laughs> the first because like simone this little this little this little guy is just like the most absolute like oh oh i can't do it oh anime protagonist it kills me oh my god <laughs> um very shown then and then very. his he's uh, even got the uh the uh-huh. headgear on his head Yes, absolutely. And As is tradition. This, uh, and then his uh, guy, who his friend Kamina, 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 Kamina. not Kamina. Kamino, the clone planet where they make the Kam- clones and stuff. No, Kamina. Kamina, his big, his big, big bro. Yeah, but they're like I- spiritually <laughs> brothers. Hey, bro, what's up, bro? Uh, hey, bro. So they. I don't know. I think this is like Mike summarizes the episode badly. Um, I love it. This is great. So I don't really content. He doesn't do it. He just kind of like is the hype man for the first little bit here. But he's just really got big plans uh, to do stuff despite being a guy who lives underground and doesn't do anything. Um, Because at least Simon has a job where he just drills hole and runs into stuff eventually <laughs> and then makes other hole to make the village bigger um uh oh just in general oh actually I'm gonna wait uh on that um so then uh then a big rope well there's like so they live in the underground and then <laughs> there's earthquakes 
and then eventually we realized that like well first of all Simon is be drilling uh, and then hit something and it's the Chad face like that the Chad face like <laughs> like looking thing and he's like oh that's a robot uh, and then his little drill key igniter thing starts glowing uh, and then a big wow. robot crashes through the ceiling and it's just a big head I think I the design that. of these things is very weird but I like it um, it subverts your expectations of what a mecha should look like uh, but then Kamina is like Camino. Um, El Camino. El Camino. <laughs> El Camino. <laughs> is like, hey, I'm going to do my uh, I'm Brock from Pokemon speech because I'm the cool one. <laughs> hey, dumb bitch, I'm going to fight you with a sword because I'm cool. And mm-hmm. I've got the Squirtle Squad glasses. Um, I love Kamino. Notably glasses. the SS Glad. Yeah, yeah. Um, same uniform. Uh, but, uh... So he just is always kind of like just... I mean, by episode three he does stuff. But I, these first two episodes I was like, is he going to be like this this whole time? And then he finally does some stuff eventually. But uh, And then Simone gets in and starts the robot with the power of his heart uh, and his little drill key. Uh, and then it's like it's very small I was not I was expecting it to be a big robot but it's like little robot which was interesting because it's just like a little little cannonball kind of little, little, little nugget little nugget yeah which was just weird um so that's my very bad summary of the first episode um you, for, you, you but forgot I guess, you forgot somebody else there, there was another person thing creature thing that came through uh, the ceiling Following the giant robot, the lady. There, lady's doing a heavy lifting there. <laughs> yeah, okay, she, so, she's a lady. She's not a woman like Masato. Can we get into a God quick Ray, Ray rant? Damn it, Mike! I ha- I have to do a Ray rant really quick. Go ahead, sir. And it's it's about socio uh, sociopolitics, as Josh was talking yep. about. Oh yeah, all the people um, wear bags. They're all wearing burlap sacks down here, like real, real barrel of suspenders real, real, real hours here. People. Yeah, I love the pig moles. I think they're funny. I, the show is funny. Yeah. Um, there's something that's always bugged me about this show. Again, I like Garin Lagan. Dare I say I love this show? I especially watching the entire thing. Yoko Littner bothers me. And she bothers me for all the reasons that she should bother everyone else over the age of 18. Because canonically, and this is a choice that Studio Trigger made, aside, uh, no, uh, Gynex, before they became Studio Trigger, well, it's still Studio Trigger, whatever, um, they canonically said, by the way, Yoko's 14, and you're like, what? Mm-mm. Excuse you? Excuse me? <laughs> oh man! Oh god! You guys, you tr- tricked me into this shit. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> um, and of canonic- course, of course, okay. of course, yes. Hit you with the um, fire emblem special right there. 
<laughs> the Fire Emblem okay. special. I I'm love it. I'm actually 10,000 years old, though, because I'm a dragon. No. No, you're no, not. No, uh-uh. No. Nice try. Nah. No. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just, oh, God. Oh. Yeah, it's bad. It's it's That's bad because I'm glad awful. you brought up um, on, in our separate unscripted gaming chat. Mike noticed, hey, some of these shots of Yoko are a bit much. Or you said something along those lines, and I'm mm -hmm. like, yeah, don't worry, I I need to talk about this. I need to get this off my chest. I mean, they were they were problematic at the time that it came out, but even like now, it's just like, come on, like you, for for a show that is trying to do a commentary and satire and uh, deconstruction of the giant robot anime formula like mm -hmm. that that one whether or not that it is trying to satirize or just lean in to have at least one area of like this is the typical thing that you do with the you know the the female lead and we're doing like either way it's it doesn't work it doesn't work and it comes across worse now like you know, firing the gun and certain things moving. It just, you know, you're like, oh, that's... Yeah, yeah. For those of you that have not watched the show, uh, the quickest way to describe Yoko is she's a fiery red-headed character uh, with large breasts uh, wearing a... What, what is that? I guess hot pants uh, and mm -hmm. also knee-high socks. And she's wearing a bikini... Uh, 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 a fire emblaze bikini and then when you find out like huh interesting character design i hope she's of age and you do a quick wikipedia search like oh 14 like, oh, no. all right th 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 there's some real problems with this character design um every time and i was talking with some other anime aficionado friends about this particular anime and we all agree that studio trigger just said yoko's 18 this works because kamina as we we'll start talking uh, throughout the episodes, Kamina, Yoko, kind of there's some, there's some, inter there's some interest there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there, there there's a budding interest there. Kamina's eighteen, so there's some maybe questions that are okay to ask when watching this show, and this gets into a whole big topic about uh hmm. There's no, there's no really nice way to put it, so I'm going to just put it out there. It gets into a whole big topic on the comfortability of uh, sexuality and younger girls in Japan. And that is an issue I am not qualified to have extensive of. It's worth researching if you are listening to this uh, <clears throat> podcast. It's extensive. It's not good. It's bad. <clears throat> They're aware it's bad, but they do so little about it. It's... Uh, it's kind of disappointing if yeah. I'm going to be brash, and it does knock the show down a couple pegs. Yeah, constantly. It, it, it it has, you know, being being older, being, you know, aware of the the way that just society has changed. You know, it it has definitely colored the way that I look at it, and it's it, and I, we'll see how you know the things go. Obviously, my memory is not infallible and and whatnot, but like mm -hmm. I, you know. Yoko is a is a solid character throughout the series, and like she has her yeah. flaws, she has challenge. Like she's an incredible character throughout. The, like it didn't need to have that sort of overt, over the top <laughs> sexualization, mm -hmm. and also just the choice of saying like, literally they could have like, 
They could have. It, it was in an interview. It was separate from the show. They could have just said a different number. Like they didn't have to say the number they said. Like it just. It's almost purposeful to be creepy, and it's un. It's unfortunate, and it's. It's not good. It's a, this it's a is why big... you gotta go. This is why you gotta go, Masato. You know, oh, as I said Queen before to you, Mike. All your anime waifu. Weeps love. She's girls. got a cool car. She's got a gun. She's got a job and probably makes more money than you. She's an alcoholic. Her roommate's a penguin. Uh, nothing. Nothing wrong there. Undefe- undefeated. High functioning alcoholic. Absolutely. Like, she, she holds it down. Um, are, are we are we going to ignore the whole thing where Masato's a pedophile? Are we just going to glance yeah, over? Look, to catch Mike. a pedophile, you have to become a pedophile. That's Mike. the rule. You know? She's, <laughs> no, she's doing deep cover. You can't, you can't steal braces. Really part. bad comments. <laughs> so, interesting thought experiment. I, you know, I would love at the very end of this, too, is, is that you know, they, they do some stuff in the beginning of this series. Things that I even forgot. Um, mm. That you know, knowing how the series ends and what what eventually happens, make a lot more sense. And I'd be very interested to you know just have Mike like rewatch episode one or or think about what what happens in that first episode, having watched because they they do set up a surprising amount of what eventually comes to pass through little things. That oh happen. yeah, that's the other thing I forgot because there's there's some shit that happens and it's like. There's a ba- there's a guy on a battleship, but the battleship is actually a mech, and it looks like he's like fighting the Big Bang question oh, mark. Yeah, he's he's has his arms like this. Who the hell do you think I am? Or it's more like it's just like it's not fighting the Big Bang. He's just like the Big Bang happens. You're like, oh, that's interesting. And it's just like that's a solid opening. Yeah, I like and it. the I, one thing I do know about this show, I will confess mm. this. Is that I've heard uh, it gets nuts, uh, and that like well, in terms well, of like soft way to put it. in terms of like the scale, is my understanding. So it's like we dug ourselves out of a hole in the dirt in episode one. Uh, how many? There's like fifty some episodes, right? No, yeah, 20, it's, it's a solid twenty six. Okay, perfect. Oh, that's right. Because I on my on Hulu it was like because it has sub dub sub dub sub dub. Yeah, yeah. That's why. Okay, now I understand. Because yeah, I saw that, solid. I saw that count first, and I was like, "Bruh, oh, okay, bruh." <laughs> <laughs> no, it, um, it, it is it is a tight twenty six, which yeah, is beautiful. what you want to see, ladies and gentlemen. Love the that. only way it could be better if it was a tight twelve, but you know, we can't all be perfect. We get in, we get out. Um, yep. But yeah, so I mean, you know, they set up a lot in episode one, and we we emerge from the underground. You know, we got Kamina, we've got. Uh, Simone seeing the surface for the first time literally ever in their entire lives. And Can I stop you right there real yes. quick? Can we take this brief moment to talk about the, the banging music this show won't stop delivering to you and that wide score that they swell up whenever their robot bursts through the top and they see the um, the curvature of the earth and they get to see what it looks like between sun down and the moon rising on the separate sides because they're so high in the air. I'm like, for the for their very first view of the surface of the Earth, that's wonderful. That's beautiful. Yeah, you wouldn't know how to describe that. Anyway, anyway, sorry about that. Yeah. So I mean, you know, we've we have we've won our first giant robot battle. We have seen the 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 sun and the moon. We are on the surface. 
things are going swell. Then and episode two happens. We crash to the ground and two more show up and it's like, oh, this is not over. Yeah, two more mecha appear. Uh, Mike, what are your thoughts on episode two? So episode two, we uh, we find more. So yeah, we're outside. What happens? Mm-hmm. We are we're outside. Uh, we go to find. Uh, I need to get my like notes pulled up from what I chatted you. So we go and mm-hmm. find uh the village where uh Yoko is from. Yeah, the village Littner. The village Littner. Yeah. Uh, which is also a hole apparently. Um kinda. Kinda. It's, it's, it's uh, a little bit above. So, it's peeking up. <laughs> yeah. We you know, we start to establish that there are there while a lot of people are underground and, and the majority mm-hmm. of humans are underground there are there are pockets and factions that are you know sur- e- either close to or on the surface in some way and they're in this slight constant struggle with the beastmen and their their mechs who are constantly trying to uh kill them straight up oh Saw yeah because they like they fuck up the one mech that mm-hmm. was chasing them and there's a little there's there's not like a little freak but there's like a little guy in there he's like the, the, the beastmen, as they are known. Yes. What's going on with that? That's weird. Just weird, weird design. I'll say. I'm like, I don't like yeah, his that, face. Don't show me. Yeah, that. that was that was a problematic face. Um, you know, that art style is is typically reserved for a a certain it's giving population. Mr., it's giving Mr. Popo. It is giving Mr. It's, Popo vibes straight up. Huge, huge, like Japan hasn't figured out how to draw black people vibes. <laughs> we all know the type. <laughs> Yeah. You watch enough anime, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. The big, big lips, wide eyes. Maybe it went a little too heavy on the color brown, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I do one day want to visit Japan, but I am, like, terrified because I'm six foot three. And I'm like, I'm just going to get stared at the entire time, aren't <laughs> you are You are going to stick out just a little bit. It's a just smidge, right? So... And- is it, Anyways, wait, okay, so is episode two the one where they put, because uh, there's like two more of the robot guys, yes. unfortunately, mechs, not robots, uh, and they are able to defeat them, uh, because uh, Kamino does something, uh, uh, he is like, hey, I'm going to go inside that, and that's what I'm going to do, because I believe in you so you believe in me it's like that whatever that lies it's cool um <laughs> don't believe it don't believe in yourself believe in the me that believes in you which okay i know it's supposed to be a little like cheesy and goofy but also it kind of makes like it kind of makes sense when you like sit and think about it for too long you're like wait a minute okay yeah you don't want to like you're not ready to like put faith in yourself but you're like yo i believe in you but you believe in me so i guess that i i should believe in my like you know, there's, yeah. there's a circular logic there that works. Yeah, it kind of seems like... It's just... The first time I heard it years ago, I was like, that sounds dumb. But as I've gotten older and, you know, you think about it more, you're like, wait a minute, that kind of rocks. Yeah, That, that kind of rules. Like, it's, suppo- I, it's supposed to be silly, but also like, no, like, yeah, like, that hype, let's go. 
Imagine having a friend or brother or someone, an acquaintance that believes in you so much. They're like, forget your reality. My reality is you're going to do it. And that's why that's you're right, going King. to do it. Don't 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 believe in yourself. Believe in the me that believes to, in you. I need you. the dub to be updated and replace bro with king. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I need. That's what that's what put the show top tier. <laughs> hey king. I got you. <laughs> yeah, common is saying king all the time. That actually it that, tracks. that would it's rock that would rock well. Listen uh, king, he just grabs you. Yeah, by the this is basically the, you know, I don't think Simone is as I feel like Ash is a little bit more like self-confident in himself, mm-hmm. but uh, you know Yoko is definitely like our Misty here. It's like this is like the, this is like the Pokemon, like try the tri yeah the, triangle the Pokemon there. triad yeah yep yeah yeah it, you could do like the McDonald's thing, but like uh, the tritagonist as it would be yeah a- Ash does Ash Ash does have some uh, comedy confidence, so it, you know. Not a hundred percent, but yeah, I see what you're mm-hmm. saying there. Um, I, I think I, you get another uh, wave of oh, I can't do it, huh? Yeah, Sim- like, Simone, oh Simone really gets gets into his uh, into his feelings there. But uh, I-, I love when <laughs> Kamina gets in the the mech and it's just like mm, no Kamina, no. Kamina. I just like it's got the glasses. The, the, too. Like, yeah, damn, symbols. they really custom made that shit. <laughs> yeah, Fuck it's like Kamina. they knew he was gonna get in it. It's like no, bro, you can't. One day, some braggadocious ass is going to hop in this mech, and we need security lockouts for when he does. Yep. He's probably going to wear those dumb glasses, too. Oh, yeah. Fuck that guy. Put put the glasses on there, just so he specifically knows. (laughs) I I love the scene where Kamino is in the mech, and he's getting his ass beat because it's the first time he's ever piloting a mech. And the lockout, the the anti-Kamino lockout goes into gear. And he sees a skull. And Kamina, you start to figure out why he's such a braggart. He is afraid to die. He's looking at the skull and he's having a thanatophobic attack. And he's sweating, he's breathing heavy, he envisions himself as a skeleton, and it all starts clicking. All of this is because he loves life so much. And that's that reverses the lockout of the system and now he can control mm-hmm. the mech. And you're like, this shit rules! Get a comment! <laughs> Fuck him up! And then he does. He What's the name of the attack he gives? The I believe in my brother dive kick that he <laughs> delivers to the robot. <laughs> yeah, his, he's got to work on his attack names, you know. Uh, no, they're great. No, no, no notes. No. They're perfect. <laughs> I forget the name of the punch he delivers. Um... But it's it's al- the, it's almost just as good and yeah, yeah. The I believe in you and thank you for saving me punch and punches another <laughs> the mech again, and then they deliver what what is it the fastball special where he just throws the garret uh, the login robot. It just whew. he just like whips that thing like a slider like he does yeah kinda two se- they, two uh, seam fastball. I know yeah really just... like I... it's just interesting I guess they killed the robot I, uh, what did you think of the um, the Littner villagers Mike the ones with the guns uh, I like the Uzi I mean I like the I was thinking about the you know is it, 
you guys are going to be mad when I say this, but one of my favorite gun types in Destiny is like the guns that have a super fast RPM. <laughs> they just are really satisfying. Like it just absolutely, absolutely just like spits bullets, and like their guns <laughs> are like bullet that. Just like, And just I was like, yeah, that's a good gun. Nice. Uh, I like Yoko's big sniper rifle thing. That is also she can just put arrows in apparently, which is very cool. <laughs> in the next episode, um, it's a it's a multimodal uh, weapon system. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We have we have those. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. Those but th- th- that thing is cool. Um, yeah, and you know, one thing about that too is it it highlights that yes, this is a struggle that the humans are losing, but like they're not completely. No. incapable of of doing damage and like the gunmen are not you know these these invincible war machines yes they are strong and they they are devastating because the humans don't have them but like you know whatever weapons that the humans have can still do damage to them it's just you you have to do a lot of it so i uh, you know I, I appreciate that it's not you know the gunmen aren't these completely invincible death machines you know there's there's a balance there that they they right. set up through that interaction and yes the humans getting gunmen is turning the tide in, in these conflicts and helping but like the humans are not incapable of defending themselves yeah cause general. like when Kamina like is first using this thing he like rips the arm off like f- attacking with it which is like it just mm-hmm. which is cool that's like yep. fun um um I wanted to bring up real quick. There was a line said. I don't know if it's in the dub, but I'm watching the sub, and the line said by Kamina when he says that he wants to just steal that uh, gunman robot over there, the the mech. Uh, one of the Littner villagers, and this is why I asked you, Mike, because they seem to be kind of stupid. Uh, Kamina says, "Yeah, I'm gonna go take that," and they said, "Huh? We've never considered that before." And it's like, that would be the first thought in my NPC. Mind. NPC. <laughs> NPC. Um, he's a real, like... Uh, Kamina is, like, a big, like... What's the thing that people who are, like... People who I think are, like, weird and trying too hard... What's the thing where you, like, say something to make it real? What's that called? Uh, Saying something to make it real. Um, uh, again, I think it's, like, tacky. Uh... It's not like. I, I, oh, why can't are you I talk? It? Are you talking about one of those self-help type of people? Are you ta- it, it, are you, like like chaos magic? Like you you were just like no. It's like it's like a yeah. It's like a self-help thing. It's just like he's like mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna wake up. I am going to uh, I'm going to go on a run. I am going to succeed. Others will fail. And it's like it's like I'm gonna steal that back. It's like I mean, all right, it, man, speak it. Speak your truth. But he Speak. he does it like you know we and knock he backs it, it up. But he gets out there and he gets results. Yeah, it, it's not really talking mad shit if he actually like does it five minutes later. Right. He produced. I mean, yeah, he had the little hiccup with the uh, the anti commoner lock, but hey, he he overcame. He the power of his heart. Can we that little bit of like comedic storytelling of like. Again, I know we mentioned it a couple times now, but the anti-communa mech lockout system, that still tickles I me. I think that's the other slide. I, I've noticed there's some pretty good, like, there's some pretty good, like, blink and you'll miss jokes in it. I think my favorite one being the start of episode three, 
when okay. they're talking in the village um and uh um they're low they're like raising the big glasses <laughs> to, like go yeah. on top of the road. I was like god damn it I knew I knew it's, it was going to happen necessary but, um can't have a giant mecca with a big face without the common glasses. I mean, yeah. Let's have a conversation about you know where they where they procured that material and fabricated it and made it in that time frame. But hey, important. Okay, I got one more rave rant, and that'll be the last rave rant for this set of episodes. <laughs> Here it comes. This show is very homophobic. <laughs> There's like. No other polite way to put it. There, there's a character. What's the character's name? It's escaping me. Um, it's like got an R word into it. Uh, Ron. 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 Yes. <clears throat> so Ron starts, you know, hitting on Kamina, and this is during the age of media where it's like, haha, a gay character. Aren't they all perverted? And Ron is acting like a very perverted gay character in the show. Kamina ain't trying to have it. Kamina threatens to kill Ron for his advances, like, I don't know, I think three times. <laughs> That's in the other tragedy, is that the the uh, the loss of his father, uh, of Kamina's father, Kamina's been scared straight. <laughs> he, can, he can never be with another man no. ever again. Yeah, it's not cool. Um, Kamina doesn't. Pe- Kamina's never peed sitting down because he think, thinks doing it once will make him gay. Kamina's <laughs> a type of alpha type of character where I actually believe you. I I think that might be actually kind of built into his character. Yeah. But but yes, it it made me feel again much like the Yoko thing. Like it wasn't okay then. It for damn sure isn't okay now. It actually makes a rewatch really kind of, <clears throat> as the kids would say, cringy. Uh, because yeah, it's just like what, uh, what, what do you uh-huh. do when a gay person hits on you? You politely decline. You, that's yep. it. Yeah, and you move on in yep. life. And, you, uh, and you don't brandish yeah. a weapon in their face. Maybe that's a step too far. I don't know. Now you know Ron does handle it well, and just being like, oh, <laughs> you, 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 I'm gonna make you uncomfortable because you're overcompensating, and I think this is funny. But you know, yes. Um, Definitely, definitely a bridge too far, and, and one of those things that too does not play super well. Uh, I mean, it wasn't great then, and it's even worse now. Yeah, yeah. All right, that, that uh, that's the end. end that's of the slogan. Rant. That's the anime slogan right there. Um, it wasn't great then. It's not okay now. <laughs> and so this is this is a this is a uh, you know plot beat. Well, uh, this is you know uh, a watch. I'm sure we'll be tracking here, but uh, mm-hmm. um. Let's see here. Uh, we already talked about yeah, lots more, again, lots of great, lots of gratuitous like Yoko shots, just like constantly, just, yep. it's just it's just funny. It's just like uh, there's a camera. I, re- yeah, you know, I had a conversation with my wife. I was like, I'm gonna watch some anime today, and she and, and I'm just gonna apologize in advance. And she's like, Why? I watch 90 Day Fiance with you sometimes, and I'm like, It's different though. It's not the same. And then like Yoko shows up and. Uh, it's the kind. It's just like some of these shots are the kind that are gonna make like the father who walked out on you for cigarettes and never came back like suddenly come in back in right as the, as like is happening right on the TV screen. <laughs> yeah. That like that's what we're talking about here. It's just like ah, uh, all right. <laughs> there's, there's a whole scene where Yoko is talking with Simone about 
getting better and being better at like jumping into life or death situations, especially when Kamina's in danger. And it's not Yoko talking in the scene. Her breasts, and only her breasts, are all in the scene talking, just moving up and down. And I'm just like head in hand like... Was that ever okay? Did someone storyboard no, this? But see, say, this it, no, but see, the person on Twitter who's defending this tells me, no, it's because it's a joke. They're, they're, it's a comment. It's commentary. It's like it's kind of the thing with like you know, it's commentary it's on boobs. Like, yeah, it's like the kind of th- yeah. There so are, you have to be. There in, are, you're not in on the joke. It's not really there are nice. there are certain there are certain tropes in 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 things that you can do commentary on. And there are some where it's like it just it just doesn't work, and the best commentary is to not do it at all. Yeah, probably. Anyways, we should talk about episode three because uh, that's where we got to talk about. We got some. Off. We got some critters. We got to talk about critter talk here. <laughs> uh, little, we're little talking nature. about grape hippo. <laughs> look at the, I, look, I was like, look at this little guy. I love this grape hippo. <laughs> Gets fucking headshotted. No, great hippo. Now, for the folks at home, imagine like a hippo the size of like a Labrador. Uh, like hippo head, body that looks like it's like a, like a bund a bundle of grapes, and then like hippo tail and feet. And it's just like yeah. just kind of hanging out and. Uh, Yoko just fucking headshots it like with Boop. an arrow, Boop. just like right, and it's just like, <laughs> like it sticks into its head like it's clay and just falls over. And I'm like, no, great hippo, no, they killed it. I like your commentary you were giving in the chat. You're like, hey, I really like this little critter character, the hippo thing. And I'm like, yeah, great hippo. Oh no, rip great hippo. <laughs> Oh, what, what was the thing that was flying that she nailed with the uh, arrow? It looked like a flying raccoon, but not it. Some some weird creature. Yeah, the the wild the wildlife in this uh, universe is quite uh, quite interesting. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, is it as interesting as? And this is just a sidebar conversation. Is it as interesting as the fact that in Dragon Ball Z, dinosaurs still exist, and the president of the Earth is like a dog human? <laughs> it's close. It's close. I think DBZ wins, but it's it's close. I respect that in Dragon Ball Z, they have come so far in their progressiveness of politics that dog people are allowed to be president of the world. And everyone's just like, yeah, that's how that works now. <laughs> I mean, hey. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Side rail aside, moving on to what happens when Kamina tries to go get his kill. Uh, yeah, the, some some shit we goes see down. Our uh, our prime, our first official freak, of <laughs> freak the girl got freak count one. Yes, uh, Mister Human Eradication Force himself. What is it, Viral? Viral. Veril, yeah. he just also looks like a human, but with like, hey, bad guy animated. The hands. Oh, yeah, he's he got, got paw. Hands, he got yeah. paw, paw hands. He's got, he's got like like that guy from SpongeBob. He's got those big meaty claws. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and uh, Kamina 
is like, all right, you want to go? And then pulls, begins to pull the sword out. It doesn't stop. <laughs> Five minutes out. later, the sword has finally come out. Of that sword sheet. has to be ten feet long. Like it it's is a separate. Like, it's, it's a Sephiroth like, length sword. It's like, I really it's love like that a, little comedic it's effect. It's just like it's a good bit where it's just like it just keeps coming. Like it's a, like a magician pulling tissues out of his like. <laughs> Like, you're like at, at some point his arms are gonna stop and he's gonna have to like grab the blade to like keep moving. To keep it. going. <laughs> I, I I love that bit because you think he's just gonna pull the sword, but it goes on for like probably three seconds too long <laughs> as he's drawing it. And that's a cool little fight scene they have. BT dubs, Kamina doesn't know how to shoot a gun. I like that. <laughs> the, I, I, <laughs> yeah, no. Of, holding it upside down, pointing it at himself, like just and, and, and I like that little bit of like co- comedy because of course he wouldn't know how to use a gun. Ha- you hand someone a gun they've never used in their life, they absolutely wouldn't know what to do with it. Unless you live in America, then you it, 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 you come out the womb yeah. knowing how to use. Well, that. And, and not only it's like you know, not only does he not know how to use a gun, like he didn't know a gun. Like I'm fairly certain he didn't know guns existed until yesterday. So he's mm-hmm. like, we gotta think about yeah, what this exactly. thing is. So uh, they get into a fight. Kamina starts winning the ground battle, and uh, the freaky little guy, who couldn't be more evil if the show creators tried, hops into this very tall mech. Very tall. And he's got a little thing on him that makes him very tall. Mm. And Simone is doing his casual uh, Simone freak out. His very shonen anime. Oh, I can't do it. Bro. I don't know about I don't know about this one, Kamina. This one looks much bigger than the other ones. And Kamina's like, "Yep, bet," and hops into his brand new. Kamina's a big. Kamina's definitely a big bet guy. That's exactly yeah. it. One hundred percent. And then Kamina gets his ass kicked. He almost dies. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> smoked. He he's bigger than we've ever fought before. Say less. Let's go. <laughs> and then the little freak is like, "I guess I'll leave now. Goodbye." Yeah the, yeah, the sun was rising. The yeah. sun was rising. Like, oh, I gotta go. I'll see you guys later. And it's like, mm, okay. So I, I yeah, what's up with that? Is that a thing? I, I don't know. Uh, I it's flushed. Uh, it's flushed out. Maybe more later. Maybe we'll see. But anyways, yeah. Com- they, uh, <laughs> doesn't go well. It doesn't go well for our team. Gurren Lagan. No, uh, because Simon didn't help out again. Uh, well, he did, but he also got his ass kicked. Yeah. But so, but, so, but hey, cause he, 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 you know you got it because they tried the they tried the fastball thing again and uh, uh, you know uh, can't, uh, you just he can't it you can't just, just he you know saw that shit coming straight down the middle and just was like no bitch. But hey, you know I, what? Oh, we yeah. do have to give. I I know, uh, Kamina got mad at him, but uh, that was quick thinking on Simone's part to scurry them into the side of the mountain so they didn't get blown up by the big. Uh, Gazer beam attack. Yeah, Kamina has a moment. He says, "Like, wait a minute, you have an extra head on top of your robot. That's why you're stronger." He's like, "What are you talking about? This is just a helmet. You know, you do realize warriors wear helmets in the battle. Where are you from?" I I, I love Vero giving him like the third degree. Like, are you a dumbass? Yeah. This is just He's ornamental. Like, no, you've got two faces, you asshole. <laughs> yeah, he calls them two faces, and he says, "That's the secret to your power." 
And so the next time when they meet, Kamina's like, all right, little bro, we're going to do the thing. What thing? And he picks up Logan and slams it on top of the bigger mech. This and was says, very we go. We're going to stronger. I, I'm pretty sure he says, we're going to combine you, dumbass. Like, <laughs> I, I, loved, I loved it. This was pretty great because the, the, the freak was like, what is this? You can't do that. And then, and then it's just like, everyone's just like, what the fuck? And like, nothing happened. And you see like the drill, like, <laughs> it's like, smash, it's right next to Kamina's neck. Yeah, like, the, the uh, tip of the drill is coming close. out next to Kamina and like, it, and on the top, it's like cockeyed on the head and it's like uh, jagged and uneven. You're just like, uh, this was, this was <laughs> ill-advised. <laughs> and then, and then it's like, oh yeah, it does actually head. work. And yeah, it just turns into a bigger mech. And this is what I was telling you about, Mike. And this isn't giving away the show, but it kind of is. All problems are resolved in this show by making the mech bigger. <laughs> and that is the most important okay. thing you should remember Wait. about the show. <laughs> is the battleship... Oh, huh. Hmm. Just, just... Interesting. It's it, you, you manifest the things that you want in the world. And and that is Kamina to a T. He's like, I wanted to combine these two things. So it has happened. And now I have two faces. And I can fight the other gunman with two faces. And that it, it just works. Yeah, that is what it is. I love how he punches off the ornamental helmet of Viral and it turns into a samurai helmet that he just puts on and is like, and it's my helmet now. <laughs> the psychags in this show cannot be beat. Yeah, because Kamina is all vibes. He's just doing it like it's written in an instruction manual somewhere. Yeah. And like it keeps like that was what the original intent was. Like this is how it was designed and he just intuits all of it. Not just like he's bumbling into all of these absolute like freak one-off instances that could not have been divined by anybody else i want to say kamina is the military commander's worst nightmare made manifest because imagine someone just doing Call stuff but it keeps working <laughs> yep that that's all he's doing he's putting like he's putting like a laser sight on top of the light source and somehow that makes the gun more powerful it just does it's like he, he's got the extended mag on like it's like he's got the revolver, but it's got the silencer, the sight, the scope, the flashlight, the stock, the extended. He also somehow has. He also has somehow has quick drop, and like every time he drops a mag, his like arm shoots up, and it automatically like chambers the next round without him having to do anything. Exactly. And, and it's like, what? Because he said that's how it works. Yep. And everyone, so back to the battle, he's like, no way that you just adding an extra head made you more powerful, and it absolutely did, and he just beats Viral within, like, eight seconds of the show. And and that's it, and Viral gets run yeah, off. Yeah, with, like, I, the very cool, like, drill arm attack. I like how it's just, like, Yep. Oh, yeah. That seems like, pretty powerful, because he's like, up. you made me draw my swords, and it's like, your swords suck ass too, dummy. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do love how his ultimate, uh, Viral's ultimate attack was drawing two gigantic katanas, and they're on screen for, I think, four and a half seconds before they're obliterated <laughs> completely and removed out of the show. Can't, uh, can't beat drill power, baby. Let's go. And I think that ends the episode, I think. 
Yeah, is well, there, then they then they so, start to walk off into the sunset to go do oh, something. Yeah. yeah, so essentially, the, at the end of the episode, they say they kind of know where the base is of That's right. the the Beastmen, and Common is like, well, obviously we have to take the fight to them, and it's like, okay, so you, one dude with this mm-hmm. one gunman, is just gonna quote unquote take the fight to them, and he's like, uh, yeah, so. Obviously, Yoko and um, Ron decide to go with them, and they are walking off into the sunset. Kamina puts on his dad's old coat, and off they go to bring the fight to the gunman, uh, to the to the beastman. Yeah, yeah, and th- that's how the episode. I I love that again. Complete vibes. Carmen's just like, well, the obvious thing is to go kill them all, and they're like, you just got here. Mm-hmm. Anyways. All right, Best be moseying along. Any, any of y'all coming? No, you're gonna stay here. All right, deuces. We out. Let's go. I, I love that energy. You, we, we all need someone in our life with that sort of like can-do energy, and that's. Uh, I don't know about Mike since it's his first time watching. Personally speaking, that's kind of what I love the show. It is the energy of yeah, I'm gonna just go do that thing. Like, but you shouldn't. Like, but I'm gonna. All right, bye. And then. Somehow, some way, just does manifesting. <laughs> this is a show about manifesting. Yeah, there's a lot of that. Yep. Yes, actually, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking about all the episodes, and yeah, there's a lot more of that to to come. Uh, what do you think of the third episode, Mike? I think the third episode was my favorite, which is probably good. Yep. Um, that is I think a good I'm sign. like, okay, we got to get out of this hole. This is like, uh, you know, we I, I want to get going here. Oh, we didn't even talk about making the swarm of tornado, like the tornado swarm of pigs in the first episode. That was crazy. Interesting, yeah, that was fun. interesting uh, abilities. Apparently, uh, that was that, cool. The, um, common this great plan to escape. Make pig a big tower. pig tower. Pig tower. <laughs> you know, again, something very dangerous to be could be easily felled by one angry bird, but um, <laughs> no birds underground. No birds on the ground. That's why he knew it would work. Damn. <laughs> Again, I want to say, Kamina's great idea of, okay, here's how we're going to escape from underground. Most people think, like, okay, you need some repelling gear, some climbing gear and whatnot. Like, Kamina says, pig tower. And then it works. It almost completely works. But also, why didn't Kamina just be like, yo, Simone, let's take the drill and go up? Shut up. <laughs> How dare you ask this extremely reasonable question. I've seen Dig Dug. I played Dig Dug. Just just go up. Just go up. I would simply go up on my break and and on my lunch break. This feels like a Simpsons bit. No, you idiots. Dig up. One thing we did forget to mention this, and it just dawned on me that um, in episode two, the thing that gets Simone to finally get over his wishy-washy, I don't know if I can, is when he finally realizes that the gunmen attack in the morning and they fall from the sky and they crash down and that is what's been causing the tremors that happen underground that killed his mm-hmm. parents. And he's like, oh, these assholes have been just dropping onto the surface to kill people and by extension killing people underground. So fuck them. Let's go. Yeah. I did for- We forgot to mention that. I just remembered that talking about the, uh, the digging, like, you know, oh. He he pieced that together, and he's like, oh, shit, I got to do something now. While we're talking about pathos and character building, there is that moment where Simone and um, 
Kamina asked Yoko, like, hey, what are those tiny little dots in the sky? And what's that big one? They're, she's like, oh, the big one's the moon, and the uh, the little ones are called stars. And Simone asks an interesting question. He's like, what simple names? Are they not individually named? I don't know if they say that in the dub, but in the sub, he asks that question. I'm like, that's a really cool question to ask for someone seeing big lights in the sky for the first time. Yeah. And yeah, the moon, very simple name. We could have done better, humanity. Let's, uh, Let's work on that one. I, I know its real name is Luna, but no one calls it that. Whatever. Not getting into that. Alright, that that was the first three episodes. Uh, Mike, what do you think so far of all three taken together? I think overall, I think it is a... Uh, um, I think it is, based on what I had heard, is about what I expected. I kind of, you know, going in, like... Again, I know we t- talked about it, but, like, the tropes and kind of, like, ah, uh, it's kind of you know it's par for the course for which is a disappointing thing to say and have to mm-hmm. that's just you know it's kind of like I went in expecting that so I'm like that's about right it's basically you know that's not a good thing but yeah. that's just the- kind of what I was expecting but like the animation just generally very well done I think the action sequences are cool like when something gets hit really hard it looks really good it's like when it's just cool. So I have enjoyed it so far. So I'm curious now that we kind of like we're getting going here. We got the big robot. I'm curious to see where we go from here. So I'm excited. This will be fun. Excellent. Yeah. Do you know? Great. Do you know where you can make sure you find out where we go from here? Up where? Here we go unscriptedgaming.com you can keep track of all of our goings on as we go through the Gurren Lagann series here at Postscripted Uh, also our other podcast Creed Got Robbed and Unscripted Gaming Uh, you can follow us on Facebook at Unscripted Game Podcast you can follow us on Twitter at Unscript underscore gaming you can get us on YouTube SoundCloud Facebook I already said Facebook uh, (laughs) Apple Stitcher Pocket Cast everywhere you can listen to us watch us thank you for watching Unscripted Gaming my name is Josh Uh, My name is Ray. My name is Mike. Peace.